How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Sports. Oh, so good. The Final Frontier. These are the voices of the sinner and the saint. Did you really think that after absolutely blowing your butt out in game one. Did they blow their butt out? Yes, they blew their collective butts out to try to get that win. Oh, their weekly mission to provide hot takes, medium takes, mild takes, to boldly go where no show has gone before. Take me to Flavortown. Luke Anderson. You're welcome. You're welcome, world. Will Darkens. I know what you're thinking. What will the butt test tell us that the <laughs> nose test didn't? The Sinner and the Saint Tailgate Show on 1080 The Fan. The Odyssey. Map. It's just turning into a gigantic Mexican. And 1080thefan.com. Hour two. Miss anything from hour one? Shame on you. But the podcast available. You get it all kinds of ways. Odyssey.com, 1080thefan.com, anywhere podcasts are sold. Go down to the uh, the farm goods auction. You can get it there for uh, usually a pretty good price. Well, Depends. if you buy a pig, you get one free. Did they start doing that? Yeah. I thought that was going to be next week. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm starting sorry. starting sorry, sorry, next sorry. week free uh, with any swine. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. It's a yeah. hell of a deal we got with them. It's Wow, well, it's fantastic. So, yeah, just uh, right up at the uh, Clark County Fairgrounds for the uh, old pig and whistle auction up there. Pig and Whistle. Pig and Whistle is a restaurant in uh, L.A. Like right on uh, Hollywood Boulevard, if I'm not mistaken. What is it? What does it serve? The Pig and Whistle. I think they uh, serve uh, whiskey and uh, and pork products. You can do that and still be a business. What, what do you mean? It's just whiskey and bacon. <laughs> yeah, I think I'd be okay with that. Really? I would. I would uh, stop by a whiskey and bacon establishment. Yeah. I think you would here in California. I don't know how well that would do. Oh, here's the thing about a bit Cal- more health conscious. <laughs> yes. No. 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 Oh. No, Los Angeles uh, has something for everyone. Mm. The uh, the most artery clogging burger that I ever frequented was the hat. They did a pastrami burger that had probably a half pound of pastrami on top of a hamburger covered in cheese and all the accoutrements. And then they did uh, what they call wet fries. You remember wet fries? Uh, I've had a different kind of wet fry. Big pile French fries covered in brown gravy. Not exactly health conscious. That's in that's in LA. LA's, right. LA's got something for everybody. I they, got you. They've got funny, plenty of uh, big old fat, fat fatties, uh, just shoving wet fries into their face down there too. But yeah, they've got the beautiful people too that only care about how they look. But uh, right outside here in the uh, the beautiful uh, Portland 
waterfront mm. down where we uh, we reside. Uh, there's a bunch of health conscious people running out here. You can still get a big old plate of pork and a big old glass of whiskey in a lot of places here in Portland. So sounds yeah. like a a, a a a breakfast of a prospector in the twenties. Yeah, bacon and whiskey. Uh, yeah, I, I need energy for today. Yeah, and get to get drunk. <laughs> yeah, we we went. Uh, my wife and I went out to dinner, and uh, they just had pork belly burnt ends as an appetizer. <laughs> it was just a bowl full of pork belly, and it was so good. <laughs> but they had not, no no accoutrements with it. Like they brought it out, like the. They the just reason, bring out like one of those like big things of Miracle Whip. And they're like, you can dip it in this. <laughs> well, I did. I did have lunch with somebody that had, uh, that got mayonnaise with their fries. Now that is sneaky great and European. It's it's not yeah. a yeah. But, it's sneaky good and especially if you mix it. Now here's a. Ooh, what are you doing? Mix uh, it. No, look, this okay. is good. This okay. is good. You mix it with some olive oil. And okay. you make it a little bit more uh, uh, viscous Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah less, less viscous. Or less viscous, thank yeah. you. And then you, 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 you drop the viscosity on your mayonnaise down a bit. You're able to uh, pour, drizzle it. Yeah, yeah. drizzle and yeah, pour it. And then what I like to do is you throw just a little bit of red Tabasco on top of those fries as well. It's good. Mm, all right. I'm not mad at that. The best good. French fries I ever had uh, were underneath the Eiffel Tower. Really? Very true. Palm frites and a little cart there. And they, they basically just took, like, the paper cone, filled it up with French fries, mm. and then they did a big dollop of, uh, like, the best mayonnaise I've ever had. Because mm. the thing is, like, best foods on a sandwich, all good. Not the best uh, French fry mayonnaise, uh, but I like, I like what you're doing with the uh, – mix it with a little olive oil. Yeah, it works too. well. I can see that. Not mad at that, but, yeah, it was very, very creamy mayo that we had there. And then they did, they did have ketchup on it, too. But part of it was, I'm sure, the setting. We're literally underneath – the symbol of Paris, France, eating palm frites. I mean, French fries don't get any more French than that. So they were. Did you smoke a cigarette while you were eating them? <laughs> we probably should have. <laughs> yeah. No, but we did. We definitely had a bottle of wine before we went there. That's City for sure. of love. <laughs> Paris was amazing. I, I thought I've been to Paris. It's yeah, great. It's, it's fantastic. It's incredible. Though I will say, I was not dressed well for Paris. <laughs> I found out very quickly that a lot of people in Paris care about fashion. Yes, they <laughs> uh, Given I was 20? 20. Yeah. I was 20, and I, <laughs> I was wearing, like, my football stuff there. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, I figured. And if you've never been to Paris before, I, I do say a lot of people are, are fashion conscious and the duh, but... You don't really realize it until you're really there yeah. and that like 70% of the people are wearing some shade of like gray or black oh, and really nice designer wear that even if it does look like just normal clothing, like rest assured, they've spent a thousand dollars on ben that Taylor. outfit. Yeah. yeah. Everything, everything, not just looks good, but fits perfectly. That's right. And oh yeah. The, but yes, you, you would be out of place wearing a beaver logo on oh. everything that you wear in Paris. Oh, I was. And you know, in Paris too, not many people are overweight. And at no. the time I was not overweight. But by American, yes, yes, by American to French standards, I was walking around carrying like at that time two, two twenty, two twenty five, sure. and I must have looked like some fat ass American, uh, stupid American. Yeah. yeah. Hey, do you sell bread here? <laughs> we have baguettes. <laughs> we have bread. 
Yeah, hey, do you have a do you have Miracle Whip here? <laughs> so you were the worst. You were the worst that we I have sure to offer was. as a country. Yeah, they should have. They should have. You know what? They should have this in countries too. They should have like an American consulate that sits at the gate where people come through and like you could spot Americans. And be like, no, not you. No, <laughs> you're you are going to give us a bad name. I would have just been picked yeah. out, blocked yeah. immediately. Like, sure. no, 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 we can't let that. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that's one of the things that I strive for is not to stand out as the worst type of American. But you always, you always see him everywhere you go. I mean, even in America. Well, it's him. hard not to be, too, because you get so used to being the worst around here. Yeah. And I say that in terms of, like, just just really leaning into being American. Like, what? You tell me I can't have an extra large soda? Or, like, what do you uh, mean I have to cap how much gas I use every month? Like, my truck needs this. Or, yeah. you know. You, you get used to getting everything you want by yelling, and then sure. you go to a different country and you try that, and people are like, "What the hell is wrong yeah. with you?" Yeah, <laughs> I, I I always I always adopt the let's eat what they eat, let's drink what they drink, yeah. let's let's make sure we kind of lean into the experience. But that also gets you in a trap of of here's all the things that tourists do. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like I try to do like a little bit of research when I do it, but like when we went to Venice. They have uh, the gondolas, right? My wife wanted to go on a gondola. But as soon as we got there, I realized, and somebody had given me this advice, but they're like, dude, those things are just for tourists and they're terrible. But there are places in Venice where you there there are no bridges to cross. So they have these little um, like ferry gondolas where you pay like a couple bucks and they'll just take you just across to the next landing so you don't have to walk all around town. Mm-hmm. And those are all locals that use those most of the time. So we took a couple of those across and you talk about like the, the gondoliers that do not give two Fs yeah. about who's on the thing. And they're just sitting there just smoking cigarettes and they're like, you're done to take these idiots across. That's the, the experience thing. I want. Yeah. It was, oh, I absolutely loved it. But yeah, the boats are a little disheveled and all the people in it, like, I just need to kick across this water. And the guy's like, I just want to take it across the water, but there was no niceties about it. Mm. it Perfectly pleasant ride, but that, like, finding little things like that where, like, these boats are here for a reason versus going, this is our first time out of the country and we've been wanting to come here forever. And then it's like, it's like some American exchange student that wants to, like, be an opera that's singing some, uh, yeah, those were exhausting. But, you know, see, that's, and this is why my, my wife is embarrassed to go with me on vacations. We either go to a different state or different country or anything. You went to Hawaii without getting a tan. That is correct. I I did not get a tan. Yeah, you are embarrassing. And I do have a certificate of completion on, (laughs) in our living room of not tan in Hawaii. Nice job. It's, it's framed. It's hard. And whenever we go somewhere, my wife always has to remind me to stop doing this because I am the guy who, if we're in a different setting, will say, we're not from here. <laughs> and this is our first time in insert name here. And boy, we're just loving it. I'm and not from around I'm here. What, 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 do you, what do you think I should get on this menu? Uh, is it? Wait a second. It's, it's are still fries McDonald's. the same here still as McDonald's they are in Portland, Oregon? I'm used to my McDonald's. Yeah, my it's brother, bad. my brother is getting got got much better at uh, travel, and uh, we we actually travel with uh, my wife and I travel with uh, my brother and his wife uh, fairly often now, and he's gotten much better. <laughs> we went to New York. He's like, this place you got to try. Go to Times Square. It's called Bubba Gump 
shrimp <laughs> oh my god it was amazing and i'm like yeah i'm, I'm there, yeah, it's a chain theme restaurant. We bet we're not we're not going in New York. You just play it along. Oh my god, are you serious? Wait a minute. Uh, like the one from the movie? Or? I probably did play along, but, like, but I just remember like the eye roll between like me and my wife was like, oh, buddy, like good. We went to like we, we just went to Chicago and we we found like we I had a friend out there and he's like oh here's where you got to go and we just overpaid for like one of those institutional places and it's absolutely fantastic there's just there's so many good places to go but he goes Bubba Gump Bubba Gump Shrimp Company not sure we got to any sports there no but it was good it happened no I, I think it was happened. important that we had that okay. conversation so I I don't disagree and I didn't even get to my opinions on Indian food oh. To hear your opinions on Indian food. Because they are Indian, controversial. Indian food is wonderful. If you say anything to the contrary. No, that was my opinion. Okay. Yeah, no, I love <laughs> it. I think the, the first time I had Indian food was in D.C. And it was like, we're just like, take one of everything. And oh. Yeah, we had a friend that went to India and she was like, it sucks because the first, like she was there for an exchange thing. And then she's like, the first week I hated the food. Because I had gotten so used to the Americanized version of uh, what Indian food was until yep. I finally realized, like, real Indian food is, like, like fresh ingredients and yeah. real spices and butter is not on everything. And, like, <laughs> it's I don't actually know, good I don't know food. How, well, that's the thing. Yeah, you don't know how Americanized things are for you. But, yeah, you realize that, like, you go to Mexico and it's not Taco Bell. You're like, oh, yeah. this is amazing food. But, yeah, there's they don't put cheese on everything. It's like. The Tex-Mex invasion. You know, like at some point in your life, you realize, oh, that's not real Mexican food. Weird. Where's the queso? <laughs> Where's that big bowl of just liquid hot cheese gold? That's what I need. I'm sorry, <laughs> we've never been here. <laughs> <laughs> I can't see you do that. <laughs> I just. Uh, I've never been out of the state. All right. Uh, you want to do the free agency carousel in the NFL? Indeed. You want to do achievements in uh, NBA? Oh, give me give me that free agency. Free agency carousel. We're it. doing that next. Center and Saint, 1080 to the fan. This is an Odyssey station. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there 
there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. The Sinner and the Saint Tailgate with Luke Anderson and Will Darkins on 1080 The Fan. We're talking about some food. I mentioned the pastrami burger at the hat. Made me a little bit hungry. And then a texture says he went there yesterday in Simi Valley. Now I'm really craving a pastrami burger. Do it. I know, but it's in, a, it's in L.A. Next time I go down there, I'm going to have to go. There's a, there's a few locations. We've got one uh, not far from the Rose Bowl. I've never been to the Rose Bowl. Even when I lived down there, we lived. I worked right next to the UCLA campus. Went out to Pasadena a couple times, but never for a football game. It's all right. Yeah. Get a burger. But but I'd like to go to the Rose Bowl game. Not just. I don't want to just oh. go see a UCLA regular season game. But I think that'd be a yeah. That'd be a good excuse to go back down there. Get okay. a pastrami. I burger. mean, the stadium's really old. I mean, yeah. I'm sure the atmosphere would be better if it's actually the, yeah, Rose, the Rose Bowl, Bowl game. Yeah. But like that. Now, given this was maybe nine years, no, not even nine years, maybe 11 years at this point since I've been or since I played there, but it's fine. It was the old. Be- the <laughs> Beavs, the Beavs go to, uh, go to the Rose Bowl. You and I are going. Yeah. Like we'll have the station send the, uh, my send whole this family's show. going if we get, if yeah. we got to the Rose yeah. Bowl. Yes. My entire family okay. is going go. that Perfect. game. Yeah. yeah. Okay. There you go. There you go. I'll join along on the, the family darkens trip. Yeah. Just Perfect. no pooping on our. Our porches. I, I can't. I'll be with you at the game. Right in front of your hotel room door. You walk in. What? What? Oh, I got to go to the bathroom. Uh, Rush just, back to the hotel. Uh, it oh, I got you. Good. I got there. I didn't have the key. Couldn't get in. Uh, all right. So uh, moves being made around the NFL. I, I need to know if this is sour grapes or not. And probably is. As you know, I am a fan of the Seattle Seahawks. And conversation all week with uh, multiple different people fans, non-fans of the Seahawks. And the conclusion that I've come to on the Russell Wilson trade is I'm fine with it as long as he doesn't win in Denver. Is that sour grapes or is that the appropriate response for fandom? Uh, it's a bit of sour grapes and it's a bit uh, idealistic because he will. Wait, will he though? So you need to prepare will yourself. Will he though? Yeah, he will. Here's the question is how many division championships do the Denver Broncos win 
As currently constructed, uh, the AFC West appears to be the toughest division in the history of football. The Chargers just added Khalil Mack. They already have Justin Herbert, obviously. The uh, Kansas City Chiefs have been to, what, four straight AFC championship games? Pretty sure Patrick Mahomes, still young, still good at football. Uh, is it an automatic foregone conclusion that the the Russell Wilson-led Denver Broncos are just going to roll through the AFC West and, and put themselves in multiple playoff games uh, over the next – Five, ten years. So save for the a Chargers game in January, mm-hmm. um, the Broncos lost to AFC West opponents by an average of about three and a half points each time. Sure. So the reason why everybody made a huge hubbub about Russell Wilson getting traded to the Broncos is because the Broncos are the like the best the, team without a quarterback. Yes, they are the the case study in like if they just had a quarterback they could win. But that's actually kind of true because of the okay. fact that every dude that has been behind center for that team in the past 10 years has been nondescript, very very average what? and does Pat- not execute on opportunities. Nondescript Paxton Lynch had that terrible <laughs> Fu Manchu mustache. Oh, Paxton Lynch, you mean a uh, guest at uh, <laughs> guest at Teen Choice Awards, Paxton Lynch? <laughs> yes, I do. He looks like, yeah. I mean, but that's the point is the fact that, like, the Broncos didn't have to give up a lot, honestly. They gave up picks. Yeah. They didn't have to give up Jerry Judy. They didn't have to give up too many defensive players. They had to give up Noah Fant, which was like, eh, okay. Yep. But they also have a tight end behind him who's pretty good. Yep. They have a really young roster that's very cheap, at least for the next two years. And now you just got a guy who you've cleared enough cap space to not only continue to pay now, but probably be able to pay when his contract is up if you want to keep him around. I think that this is going to be a massive splash, quite honestly. And I think that right now, even though people are talking about the AFC West, I would like to now finally throw my card in for the you never know what's going to happen thing. Because if the Broncos turn it on and something happens to one of those quarterbacks in this division, they're going to run away with this thing. Okay. And the Raiders suck, quite honestly. Uh, Raiders Raiders made the playoffs last year. They made the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. You know Derek Carr, where he gets most of his stats, right? Uh, garbage time. Garbage time. Well, we'll see. we will see what happens there. Uh, the Commanders have a quarterback. First of all, they're the Commanders. Have we talked about the Commanders yet? You're not a fan of that? I don't know how to feel about it. I, You know what? You get out there. I like it better than the Washington football team. A lot of people that were in favor of keeping that around. It just feels too soccer for me. I like so, it. I was a fan of it. The, I, I, the football team? Yeah, I thought, I thought, I thought it was a fine as a placeholder. Yeah. But, you know, like anything's better than the Redskins. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm not going to. Not gonna, not gonna pretend that we need to go the Redskins. That was a, a great name. No, it wasn't. It was a terrible name. And the yeah. fact, that, the fact that we turned a blind eye to it for all those years. But yeah, I don't know how to feel about the Commanders. Better than the Guardians. The Cleveland Guardians feels yeah. terrible to me. I think what's interesting too is that the two places that like change their name, and maybe this is just part of like changing your name or like having a new team. Is that like usually the places that have the name and the team, it's like are kind of just despicable or like nobody cares about. Yeah. Like did anybody like when when people heard about the Guardians in Cleveland, you think anybody thought about Cleveland? They're like, man, they deserve a better name. No, no, they don't. (laughs) That's about right. Guardians. Fair point.
It's the same thing with the Washington football team where they were like, hey, we're the commanders now. It's like, well, you guys are all POSs, so whatever. That's fine. In fact, you've done yourself a favor by doing a name that nobody cares too much about. <laughs> like, we're going to go from the Redskins to something even more racist. Yeah, there you go. So, can, we make you, can we make you hate us more? <laughs> that would be great if they did. Um, so they get Carson Wentz. Uh, that is another team though, that everybody said they're a quarterback away, right? So you've got, you've got now a third team in seven years for a number one overall draft pick. He was having an MVP like season the year that, uh, he got injured. Nick Foles took over. So he's got a super bowl, but obviously he didn't win it. Does that make them formidable in what might be the worst division in football? Uh, I mean, I don't know. It, what's so interesting about Carson Wentz is the fact that, like, there's still that one season uh, that he probably should have been MVP if he didn't get hurt, like, yep. week 12. But, like... You could say the same thing about Derek Carr, though, the year that he got injured in week much 12. Good. What was that, 18? Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think... Uh, see, uh, with Carson Wentz, it's like I don't think enough time has passed yet where we can just forget about that season. Yeah. Like that season still hangs enough and he has flashes enough of that talent where you're just like, well, maybe it's still there. Quite possibly it could still be there. Like Cam Newton, I, I, I am tired of people talking about Cam Newton still being able to play football. He can't. Okay. Yeah, he had one incredibly good season. And then after that, it just nosedived every single well, just, year. It was injuries, and but I mean, he was a very good starting quarterback. For and he, one year, yeah. he was incredible. Well, he was he's very good for a couple years. He was incredible for one season, but he just injuries caught up to him because he was doing something that quarterbacks shouldn't do, yeah. which is running into brick walls over and over yeah. again. It's going to catch up to you, and it did. And enough time has passed that it's like, look, uh, no, that's not coming back. Yeah. Just. Shut up about that. Totally. But with Carson Wentz, it's kind of like, well, that season wasn't too long ago and he could still do it. So, I mean, I would say give it like two more years because you got to give him a grace period of one season to say like, okay, well, you know, this is the first year. Maybe he'll start melding and gelling and everything. Yeah. But I think too, he got a horrible situation of going to Washington because it's horribly run. So, well, I mean, I but mean, you have Ron, Rivera, you have Ron Rivera, who has been has yeah. been good. They've they've given him control. The team has been good. So I I don't know. It's it seems like an odd one. I I also can't figure out. There's not a starting quarterback on the roster for Indy. I don't know where they pick, but I don't know what their plan at quarterback is. It'll be interesting to see what the Steelers do. Seems like Jimmy G. I would say. In Indy. Yeah, that's that sounds like yeah. the big the, the the name. But then is Trey Lance ready to take over in in San Francisco and be a go to guy? Uh, the name that our friends. Uh, Dari wasn't there today, but Mel brought up today. Yeah. On his somebody, way out. Somebody can go up uh, and get Jordan Love. Jordan Love is, is has only played in one game, but you look at the draft. I mean, there's only a couple names out there in the draft. Kenny Pickett, Malik Willis. Uh, what's his name? Uh, everybody's kind of forgotten. Tiny hands. Um, so. So what do you what do you do with a guy like Jordan Love? Are there options out there? So, anyways, it's something that Mel Kuyper Jr. brought Dude, up. So Jordan Love might be one of the worst draft picks ever. You you can say that, but you also say it might be one of the best ones ever because if you lit that fire under uh, Aaron Rodgers to get him to, like, you drafted a quarterback, then your quarterback won two MVPs. It wasn't the guy that you drafted, but. Might have been one of the best draft picks ever. I mean, it went well for Aaron Rodgers. It went well for the Packers. Were very, very good in those two seasons. That's how you win an MVP. Too. We still have one 
Super Bowl under Aaron Rodgers. Still do. One, I would argue that is, and actually, somebody who used to work here, who will remain nameless, Cam Cleland. Um, <laughs> he one time I was talking to him on the air, and I said, and this was maybe like year two into Jordan Love. Yeah, I was like, Jordan Love sucks. He's like, he sucks. What do you mean he sucks? You can't say something about somebody who sucks that hasn't even played significant minutes yet. And I go, where is he on the depth chart? Look, yep. he's third. Yep. He was frigging third string on the depth. Dude, they traded how many picks yep. up to go get yep. Jordan Love? Yeah. If they haven't replaced, and this is why he is the worst draft pick, is that if they had more confidence in them, they would have gotten rid of Aaron Rodgers sure. a lot sooner. Aaron Rodgers has now become more of a pain in the ass than his talent is worth. Yeah. Dude, they lost in the first round of the playoffs at home. What, That's pathetic. What do you what do you have to trade to get Jordan Love? What do you have? Third round pick. Third round pick. Yeah, probably a pick. So seriously. So, that should be the market for him. But you know what, though? If you're one of these teams, and I'll look at Seattle. If you're one of these teams that needs a quarterback, you can trade a third round pick for a guy that has Studied under Aaron Rodgers for two years. He's been in the league versus using a first round dra draft pick to get a guy that might be good in the NFL, like Malik Willis or Pickett or whoever. That's a good point. Yeah. You go out and you get that guy. And worst case scenario, you have another high draft pick next year. And you know that that guy's not the option. I would honestly, if the Seahawks went out and got Jordan Love instead of Kirk Cousins, I would be extremely happy. I would like yeah. that move a lot better because because worst case scenario, he's exactly what you said. He's terrible. Best case scenario, he ends up being, you know, a, a starter moving forward and you've got your quarterback situation figured out. He's 24 years old. I think he's the same age as Pickett. So you got a guy with two years of NFL experience. There was a reason that he was drafted high is because somebody watched the tape and said, dude, this guy has all the tools and everything he needs to play. So you go out and you, you take a risk on a guy like that. I'm all for taking flyers. The thing is going out and getting a proven commodity like Kirk Cousins, you're like, oh, yeah, he's meh. Cool. Go get a guy. Take a flyer. It's an interesting name. So we move on. A couple achievements in the uh, NBA over the uh, – over the last week that we will discuss next after this sports center update celebrate and save at ashley's anniversary sale with hot buys your choice of color starting at just 3.99 ashley sleep mattresses starting at 250 plus receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like stearns and foster temper pedic purple and beauty rest black with 60 month special financing only at ashley subject to credit approval no minimum purchase required minimum monthly payment down payment tax and delivery may be required see store for details I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. The Sinner and the Saint Tailgate with Luke Anderson and Will Darkins on 1080 The Fan. Pop! Pop! Goes the weasel. Uh, Greg Popovich, all-time, uh, all-time. It's greatness. 
Got the final win that he needed to uh, become the all-time wins leader in NBA history. How about that? Wow. What that thing? Has Pop become irrelevant since he stopped going to NBA Finals? Do you kind of go, oh, yeah, he's still there? Well, you know what's interesting about Pop is that he doesn't even show up in the top three, like, in my very guttural mind of who are the best coaches in NBA history? Go. Like, yeah, Phil Jackson, uh, Chuck, Chuck Daly, yeah. and uh, and uh, Greg Popovich. Yeah. Actually, yeah. actually, I mean, I think he, I think he's there. I think, I think you put him there. I mean, Eric Spolstra is one of those guys that you can look at and be like, all right. But the funny thing about Pop is he's just looked old the entire time, so it just feels like it feels like oh. Yeah, I guess he I guess he did get there. That's cool. Well, and again, I think it's the overwhelm or underwhelming rather part of what the Spurs are because you know, a lot of people like to put the moniker on the Lakers as the team of the 2000s. Yes, for they sure. They were not. Nope. These Spurs were the team of the 2000s. Yeah. They won more NBA titles than anybody during that time period and they were more dominant. They made more Western Conference Finals and they were just more omnipresent and they also were present at the beginning of the 2010s as well because they won another NBA title and they went to another one even before that. So the Spurs have always been a weird NBA. Like I can't really compare them to any other team in any other decade. Like the Spurs are very unique to the 2000s where basketball or the NBA to be more specific was kind of shrugging its shoulders like, uh, we don't really know what to do after Michael Jordan. So they had Kobe and Shaq, and they, they had their they had their storylines. But it was it's it's the brand of basketball that the Spurs played that was just. Eh. The question I have for you is: if you're not looking at it, who are the names that he had to pass to get that? So it, when you think of the greatest coaches of all time, see if you can name any of the top five for me in all time wins. Uh, oh boy, all times. All right, well, Phil Jackson. Perhaps. Nope. He's not on there? Nope. And these are regular season wins, too. So that's, but see, that's the other part of it. Red Auerbach? Nope. Uh, regular season wins. Steve Kerr? Nope. Not Steve Kerr. I would have no. thought he'd get it because of the 73. Nope. Uh, well, but it's not in a regular season. It's all time. I mean, these guys coached for yeah, a but long I guess time. So, I was so, say so like, the number is 1,336 wins. It's a lot of wins. Okay. Who so, do you go over? He then? passed Don Nelson for that. Oh, yeah. Don Nelson. So, hey, there you go. I forget he hung around too long. <laughs> Behind Don Nelson uh, at 1332 is Lenny Wilkins. That's right. Behind him at 1221 is Jerry Sloan. Oh, man. I forgot about Jerry Sloan, and, too. And the one name that sh- should come to mind that if you were going to make a Mount Rushmore of coaches, I think Pat Riley would probably be on there. Pat Riley, number five. Yeah. Pat Riley would be on there. I think a two it's Jerry Sloan is such a tricky one because of no NBA title and like really in a vacuum, no NBA title, meaning like he had two years where it was very close. I mean, very close. Like you actually went to the finals now given in the 19 uh, late 1980s and even throughout the nineties, even I think in ninety-six they um or did they? Where mm, no, I have to go back and remember my NBA history. But like they they were kind of close around the nineties and late eighties. They got very close two years in a row. But like yep. after that, dude, Jerry Sloan was so effing irrelevant after that. And it is so <laughs> tragic. But that's where Pop is now with yeah, yeah. like with the Spurs. I mean but, it's it's yeah. like you But ca- it's so tragic that he got taken down by Derek Williams, dude. 
that is the it seriously is the fact Jerry Sloan got taken yeah. down from the Utah Jazz yeah. just because Derek Williams. That is one of the sadder things in NBA history to me. Yeah, like that guy should have gone out with a friggin' parade, and he didn't. They were like, "No, we want fat point guard over you." Yeah. Well, I'm I'm looking at this though. Don Nelson. He doesn't have any championships either. No, he doesn't. So I mean, it's that that's one of those things. So he's a five time NBA champion with the Celtics. And then he was coach of the year three times, uh, two and two time NBA all-star coach. And he's a top 10 coach in NBA history uh, on some list. And he's a top 15, but his accolades as a coach pretty light. Yeah. Well, and Don too, I think uh, one of the better, uh, I'm not going to say innovators, but I know he's one of the more popular yeah. ones of the let him play policy. Like Don Nelson was very much about like, uh, <laughs> Like he didn't really use timeouts all that much because his philosophy was like, if your team is in a rough spot now, given I'm not saying like, you know, in very obvious moments to call timeouts, but like yeah. if his team was getting down a bit or like was against a, like, you know, like a 15 2 run or something, he'd let him play it out. Yeah. Cause it was his policy that it was like, look, players are going to be able to figure things out best on the floor. It doesn't matter if I get them huddled up into a sweaty mass and then write something on a whiteboard, like they're <laughs> going to figure it out on their own time out there. And like, depending on the situation, if it's a regular season game and it looks like we're going to lose anyway, it's like, what are they going to gain from like coming in here and hearing from me? They can figure it out. And I thought it was interesting. It didn't work a lot of the time, but <laughs> it was an interesting way to go about things. Have you seen what Don Nelson is doing now? Uh, is he on TV? Nope. No, What's he doing? He's a weed guy in Maui. Like smoking weed? Yeah, smoking, growing, oh, selling. for him. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. It's it's interesting uh, post-basketball life. I mean, you go play or coach, and you spend that all that time doing that. And, uh, yeah, he's uh, he's relaxed. And, Good. Yeah. I do that, too. Yeah. You have a big pile of money. Yep. People only know you if they know you. Yeah, exactly. Like it's better than me and Phil Jackson where – you're seven foot something. If you walk around Montana, they're like, was that Phil Jackson? Of course it is. Don yeah, Nelson. But the nice thing about Montana, not a lot of people walking around anywhere. Yeah, There's a lot true. of wide open space. There. But like in Hawaii, everybody's just going to look at Don Nelson and be like, oh, another rich American getting high all day. Well, you realize that Hawaii is in America. <laughs> I don't think they call people Americans. I think they do. I, I look at what do they call them? What? Well, yeah, what do they? Oh, come God. on. Howleys. Howleys, that's yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I say that because it's just, Totally different. Yep. So right. Didn't yeah. you get called a Howley a lot? Uh no, I lived in the whitest part of Hawaii. Oh. Lahaina, Maui. Very, very well. Like, when I got there, the uh there's a uh a common uh pilgrimage for uh the summer break or the 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 break for Irish schools. There's more Irish people that I knew when I first moved out there than what? there were Hawaiian people that I knew. There's Irish schools in Hawaii? No, they just they they all take the break and everybody goes to Hawaii. There's like oh, there's I like see. six or eight that uh that I knew through uh the job that I had waiting tables. Yeah. And they they all hung out in a little pack and they would they would not tan. They would go from sunburnt right back to white and <laughs> Watch around that Irish accent. It's like, are hey, you welcome to Hawaii? How are you? My doing? kind of people. Yeah, yeah, they definitely are. <laughs> they would have hung out with me under yeah. my towel tent. <laughs> they would have got along, well, man. <laughs> I'll tell you what. All right, so uh, what to watch? What's going on this weekend? We do it next. Center Saint, ten eighty. The fame. Hey. Which is the most exciting matchup in the field of competition? Which game will leave you kicking yourself if you miss it? 
Which channel should you switch to when the sporting day is gone? Welcome to America's most exciting sports talk radio show segment. It's time for What to Watch. Presented by Encore Audio Video. Now hear this. Whether you're looking for a new TV or a custom home theater, start at Encore Showroom at 14th and Everett in the Pearl. Now our expert panel, avid television viewer Will Darkins. And increasingly out-of-touch father of twin girls, Luke Anderson. Are here to tell you what to watch. Literally, it's what to watch on The Sinner and the Saint. On 1080, The Fan. Will Darkens, what are you watching this weekend? Coneheads. Nice. Watching the players at TPC Sawgrass is wonderful. 17th hole is one of the most entertaining holes in golf. Watch that. That's what you should watch. Oh, I'll try. Do it. All right. We're done. Everybody have a great weekend. Uh, we went over a little bit, so we got to go. Bye-bye. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.